stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Certainly a big focus in this election campaign here in Alberta is the question of jobs and the economy, which obviously go hand in hand. And it's been a rough few years in Alberta and all kinds of sectors uh, have been feeling the pain from that. Uh, but certainly the hospitality industry and restaurants in particular have really been feeling the pinch. When the economy is in a downturn, people are less likely to, to go out, eat out, go out for drinks, basically go out and, and spend money. And that's going to have an effect on, on restaurants, obviously. There's been uh, the carbon tax that's been imposed. There's been minimum wage increases that have been imposed, certainly at the municipal level uh, here in Calgary in particular, concern about uh, property tax increases, whether that's sustainable for businesses in the city. So they've been dealing with a lot. So maybe we shouldn't be surprised by what otherwise would, I think, be described as some pretty shocking findings. Uh, a report out today from Restaurants Canada finds that more than one-third of respondents, this is a, a survey of food service operators right across Alberta, more than a third of respondents said they have considered closing up shop due to some of these recent changes in Alberta. And that's pretty significant. So a lot of restaurants really struggling to survive. As such, Restaurants Canada uh, is trying to make this an issue in the election campaign. They've shared 16 policy recommendations with Alberta's four major policies. Joining us to talk about these findings and whether these issues are, are getting the attention they deserve. Very pleased to welcome the program uh, Mark, Shel- uh, Mark Von Shelvitz. He is uh, Restaurants Canada Vice President for Western Canada. Mark, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Rob. Pleasure to be here. All right. Tell us a bit more about the, these survey results because that, that does sound pretty concerning. They get more than a third saying that they've, they've been close to clo- closing their doors altogether. Well, yeah, Rob. I mean, it's been a cumulative impact of this perfect storm we've had in Alberta over the last few years where average restaurant sales have gone down by 9%, uh, more than 9%. And at the same time, we've had a lot of increases in costs at the same time. And a lot of those are, are legislative, uh, you know, cost increases, everything from minimum wage, statutory holiday pay, uh, overtime, et cetera, et cetera. So there have been a lot of uh, changes that have uh, certainly impacted our members. And as you mentioned, what is really disturbing is... Uh, it's become so unprofitable out there right now that uh, a third of all of our members in this survey uh, responded that they're thinking of closing their shops unless uh, the restaurant realities improve for them. Uh, you know, at the best of times, uh, you know, running a food service business is a very highly competitive, labor-intensive effort with, you know, pre-tax profitability of only about 5%. And you combine all that with a weak economy and you throw in all these labor costs and other uh, mandatory policy increases, and it's a recipe for a perfect storm. That's really hard for these businesses to survive. So, And as you know, Rob, that's part of the reason why we're trying to bring some attention to it and ask the parties for some solutions to help, uh, you know, a very important industry that's the third largest private sector employer, uh, you know, return to growth and help us employ people and and uh, get the economy booming again. And, you know, because we're such a large industry, uh, it's got troubling implications, not just for our industry, but for all Albertans when you think about it. Uh, because when restaurants struggle, the communities that they serve struggle along with them. So uh, it, it's been tough. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward as the campaign unfolds here uh, for all the parties' recommendations and how they can uh, help our industry uh, once again thrive. 
how much of a recovery have we seen in terms of people willing to go out and spend money? The, the numbers from StatsCan suggest the restaurant and bar receipts in Alberta, that, that they've been on the increase. Uh, so, I mean, is, is it a recovery? No, not at all. In fact, the cumulative impact of all these different changes, you know, there's only so long that you can, you know, hang on by your fingernails before a lot of businesses close. And we've had some of those close as well. And I think as far as the restaurant receipts are concerned, well, the survey uh, addresses that where 94% of our members have been forced to increase menu prices. So those higher receipts are entirely due to menu inflation, not actually bums and seats in the restaurants, because those average sale numbers are, are still down on a per unit basis. Uh, by over 9%. So uh, it's quite the challenge uh, for restaurateurs out there right now. When you think about it, the only choices that they have when they have these big increased costs when sales are down is they can either increase their prices or they can decrease their staff hours, which 88% of respondents have done. Wow. Uh, So when we look at at the the impact of these policies, what what stands out to you in in terms of those that have had the biggest impact on the bottom line of restaurants? Well, certainly uh, the minimum wage is a huge increase. You know, that's 50% over the last few years, 63% when you're talking about liquor servers. Again, in a downward economy, that's really tough. And probably the biggest head-scratcher for a lot of our members was the changes to statutory holiday pay as well, where they have to, you know, they're forced to actually pay all their staff on statutory holidays, whether they're open or not. And, of course, Mondays were most that holidays you know, fall, uh, a lot of restaurants are closed that day. So in, on statutory holidays, our members are in a lose-lose situation. They lose if they stay closed uh, because of the labor costs that they have to dish out with no revenue, or if they stay open, those bigger labor costs far out, outweigh any sort of sales growth that they get on fat holidays. So uh, it's a really frustrating uh, policy for them. And we're certainly pleased that the, at least the United Conservative Party so far, uh, you know, has made some announcements which will certainly help the industry. And uh, we're hoping to hear more platform announcements from the other parties that will help as well. Well, What what have you heard so far that's encouraging to you? Well, certainly the United Conservative Party's policies that they sent out, the freeze of the $15 minimum wage until other jurisdictions catch up to us a bit is, is certainly very helpful. Uh, the the policy as well to, to uh, introduce a youth server wage, a job creation wage for young people who are under 18, I think is a really positive thing as well that they've done. And their promise to, to change back those stat holiday rules so that they're a little bit fairer and make some sense by introducing a qualifying period and and some regular shifts uh, versus you know just paying everybody regarding having a a separate minimum wage for youth workers and and i think on the one hand it makes sense and that maybe we'll we'll see more opportunities for young people and and i think they've been hard hit by it by a lot of this but what kind of problems does that create though when when you have employees who who are are 17 and, and then they turn 18 yeah, then, you know, by that time anyways, I mean, this is in essence a training wage, which is not unusual. I mean, um, most uh, OECD countries, other provinces have uh, those youth uh, differential wages. And, you know, uh, in Alberta, I think we really need it. You know, when you've had a, a situation that we've had in the last few years where our youth unemployment rate has skyrocketed to the point where they're not even looking for jobs anymore because there's no opportunities out there. And the youth participation rate in the in the workforce has 
has declined to really dramatic levels. So I think it's a positive uh, message to help incentivize people to to take a chance, spend the extra money training those young people who are coming in and getting their very first job. And getting that first job experience is really important because it sets them up on the career ladder uh, for success as they go forward. What about with regard to environmental policy, in particular the carbon tax, which does impose costs on on small businesses, and and I suppose any kind of uh, policy to address uh, greenhouse gas emissions may still impose costs in in their own way, but what's been the impact of the carbon tax and, and how might you like to see that adjusted? Well, you know, carbon tax is a good example. I mean, we certainly have a lot of very environmentally conscious members throughout the province, and they're doing their best they can on a number of different environmental fronts, including, for example, investing in energy-saving equipment as much as they can, uh, you know, to help uh, reduce that that uh, carbon footprint and that and their energy use. But you have to keep in mind, Rob, that. Uh, in the restaurant industry, the vast amount of energy that's used is actually in the cooking process and the preserving process of food. So in order to keep our guests safe and, and produce the type of food that they require, requires energy use. And a lot of our members don't understand why they couldn't get a carbon tax rebate, understanding that this is really a necessity to, to have that natural gas to cook the food to keep our, our, our guests happy. So, so they're, you know, we're, we're then, you know, obviously recommending that there be some sort of a carbon tax rebate uh, for those entrepreneurs recognizing the fact that, you know, as a, an incentive to cut less power, they, they, they can't do that as restaurateurs and and still cook food. All right. So some of what you've heard so far is is encouraging. You'd like to hear more. But I mean, have have you, do you get the sense that the parties are open to, to hearing these concerns and maybe prepared to address some of this? Well, I certainly hope they would be because, you know, we're a huge employer. We employ about 150,000 Albertans and, and, you know, we're in every single community. So when our restaurants survive survive and thrive, so do the communities that they're in. So it's really important, I think, uh, that uh, the parties address, uh, you know, some small business concerns. And, and, uh, you know, we were a little discouraged, to be honest, in the throne speech that there was absolutely nothing uh, recognizing the struggles of small Small businesses uh, in Alberta right now, and especially in the hospitality industry, where you know we're already a low-margin, highly competitive, uh, labor-intensive industry, and and uh, you know. Uh, if we're not thriving, neither is the province. So I think it's incumbent on all parties to make sure they come to the table with their solutions and how they're going to help youth unemployment, how they're going to help uh, struggling small businesses return to growth and become more successful because when they succeed, everybody else succeeds. All right. Well, much more at restaurantrealities.ca. Mark, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Rob. Thank you. Mark Von Schelwitz is the VP for Western Canada for Restaurants Canada. Uh, Again, more at uh, Restaurant Realities on on some of these issues, and in particular, these 16 recommendations that they've made. They've made to all four political parties, and uh, I I guess at this point, pointing to some of what the UCP has put on the table regarding some of these these issues, if other parties want to do so, I'm sure they would go out of the way to praise them, too. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.